Um, so you. Oh, oh go ahead. Now go ahead. No, no, I asked like three questions already. You go. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome back to OK Go Off. Today we have a really special guest, Dantia Ramos, and she's going to talk all about her cool Instagram content. Super yeah. exciting. Oh, it's so cool. She um, basically mixes like makeup and education into one. It's a really unique and interesting form. Um, and we sure, we're just trying to get some more um, individuals on our platform to- um, So fun. Yeah, talk to us about like issues that they're really- um, empowered by and creative ways and how they're exposing these issues to the public. Um, so yeah, she's also re- uh, a JMU grad. So go Dukes. Go Dukes. And ironically, I think she was also in the same frat as Tran, who yes. was just in our last episode. Yes. So yeah. How cool is that? Fresh AK Psy. <laughs> uh, Santia, do you just want to like start off introducing yourself and like saying, like explaining it from I guess you're in your words, what you do. Yeah, so I am, uh, I, I say like makeup educator, but it's, it's confusing because it's like, I don't necessarily educate on makeup, but basically I have a makeup Instagram where I, you know, turn out a look or, or two, and then I'll have like a video that goes along with it where I talk about like a current event or I usually try to stick it somewhere in between like health and lifestyle and wellness um and the topics change like every video and it's so that my viewers can like get a lot of things out of my video so not only is it like a cool look and I'm showing you makeup which is interesting it's like helping the people who watch my stuff like be informed you know and it's never like it's very like fact-based. So I try to stick to things that are facts, you know, so that I can, my audience can be able to like form their own opinion. And yeah, that's what I do. And I also, um, when I'm not doing those types of videos, I talk a lot about like mental health and like how I've been dealing with it and my journey with it as well. Yeah, I think that's so cool. I feel like it's not that like makeup videos aren't, don't have substance, but I think it's cool that you're showing people how to do makeup and then also like teaching about current events I think that's such a cool yeah where did you come up with this form uh it's like I've never seen anything like this it's so unique yeah so I've always been a makeup lover so it's like for me my I didn't start wearing makeup until college actually um and my sophomore year college um my this my guy friend who's like my best friend now his name's Matt um who's actually funny me and Matt and I took Tran as our little in our fraternity. So Tran's actually my little. Oh, um, really? I didn't so, know that. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's funny. Um, but so basically, um, my friend Matt got me into makeup and I've always loved makeup. I watched like all the like YouTube videos and followed all the, you know, influencers and stuff. And um, once I went through college, graduated, it was the summer right after I graduated. I was still living in Harrisonburg. And at that point, I posted a couple times, like on my Instagram of just like doing photo shoots. And I started watching like um, Patriot Act uh, with Hassan Minhaj yeah. on Netflix. And I like that. Like, I don't like the news, but I like like the news in a way that's like fun and entertaining. So like with him, he's a comedian, so he said it. Or like Trevor Noah and that those type of people. Where um, I was like, oh, this is really cool. I like watching it because. It's, I feel like I'm learning something 
but also it's like I'm having a good time and enjoying this so I just took kind of like what I like and uh made it into kind of like my own patriot act and I just used it yeah that's so cool I feel like um news is a uh, is not a super approachable thing for like everybody and right. they throw a lot of like uh what's the word you know just like the technical words that oh, you know it's hard to, yeah yeah and yeah. also with news it's like it depends on what um what channel you're watching and like you know there's always a bias right but i really appreciate how the way that you present the facts as in they are facts and like, I'm not trying to convince you one way or the other, but like, right. I'm trying to inform you and educate you about this topic. Um, and I feel like it makes it a lot more accessible for people that, you know, are too like intimidated by the news. Like I wasn't a news watcher until honestly, like since like the, um, you know, yes, <laughs> Trump man, um, yeah. came into office because it was like very important for me to stay informed. Um, and, you know, be able to like stand up for what I believe in and have like the facts to be able to back myself up and not just like, because um, I heard somebody else say it, you know what I mean? Right. right. So I appreciate a lot that you are exposing people that might not be so used to it in a very approachable way. I think that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I really love that. I was watching your video about um, candles the other day and it made me rethink because I've talked to Kat about this, <laughs> about how bad candles are, and it's yeah. just making me have a, a whole new outlook on it. Yeah, and it's like, it's, I try to choose topics that are either, like, super relevant or, like, are interesting to me, so I kept seeing, like, people talk about, like, oh, like, a soy, these, these are soy candles, they're so much better for you, and I'm like, how? So, yeah. I just, <laughs> you know, did the research, and I wanted it to be less than a minute, so I, like, I research for my own self, which is awesome because I feel like I'm smarter. And like after graduating from college, it's like you're no longer and like the first time ever you're not in like a system where you're learning every day, you know, because mm -hmm. it was like ever since we can remember we've been in school and then it just like learning stops here and then you get in a job and you do the same job for 50 years and you retire and you die. So <laughs> it's like I wanted to like keep learning things and I it was, I don't know why I, I had it in me to like share it. You know, I, I, the first one I've ever done, I remember it, um, I did on like the effects of like plastic water bottles and like how that affects the, like the planet. And I remember I sent it to my mom and I was like, hey, like, do you think this is like a cool idea? And she was like, you better post it. Like, so you could, I guess my mom is some of the reason, but but yeah, the candles and like I researched like the proper, I didn't know you're not supposed to blow out candles. Oh, what? Like, you're not? No. Oh, because it I like, I guess I didn't watch the whole video. Sorry. <laughs> it like releases like, like toxins nice. into the air. So you can mm -hmm. either like use like, it's like a little like, I don't want to say cloche, but it kind of looks like a cloche, a little, you call it like a snugger, candle snugger. A snuffer or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it like keeps the smoke contained with like still extinguishing it. Or like dipping the the wick in the wax like also extinguishes it without like mm. as much toxins in there mm -hmm. so <laughs> i need to do better i have asthma <laughs> to start taking care of so you from what i understand do you work a full-time job like are you a, a professional lady unlike us <laughs> yeah so before um 
honestly two weeks ago I quit my job Um, a lot for you (laughs) I was a health science major and I actually worked in a hospital this past year and like you know hospital setting also like emergency room so that was my full-time job um you know paid the bills and whatnot and um it was fulfilling in the way that it's what I went to school for um I really like health but um when I came home that's when I really started to realize that like maybe I don't want to do this forever when I will like do my Instagram stuff and then my mom has a vegan bakery and she waited for me to graduate from college to kind of start she worked for the government so then after I graduated from school she started pursuing the bakery full-time so that's also something that I help out with um when I'm home so it's like um if I'm not at the hospital I was at the bakery and if I wasn't at the bakery or the hospital I was at home like grinding out my Instagram stuff and I didn't have a laptop that functioned so I was doing everything on my phone and it was and since I quit I can say this now but (laughs) I'll be like at the hospital like during like slow periods editing videos on my phone or like doing voiceovers or doing research (laughs) on my phone and yeah I kind of just made do of what I had and um yeah so I really respect that. Um, like, you know, I think a lot of times for me anyway, I'm inspired by something. I'm like, oh man, like I want to do that, but I'm like, eh, no one's going to care about it. This is like too like much of a niche or like, I don't have like the tools to be able to do it. So I'm just like, not going to bother. But I mean, you took something that's so unique and like, so you, and you're like, well, you know, let's see what happens. And then you really got traction, which is so exciting. It's so cool. And it's like, for me, I still get like super in my head about like, oh, no one cares, no one cares. But like, I started kind of like, and I have this conversation with Tran all the time, kind of like figuring, being fearless. And like you guys posted on your Instagram, like taking the first step. And it's like something that I constantly say to myself is like, don't be afraid to be seen trying, you know? Like mm-hmm. sometimes I don't want to post something like, oh, what if so and so from my one like math class thinks I'm being weird because I'm trying really hard. Like, no, it's okay to be seen like trying out here. Right. And that's something that like I have to remind myself of because I will get too like too much in my head. Um but yeah, it's like times where I've felt like the most down has like I've also gotten the most opportunities from it. Like, I would say the biggest thing that I've accomplished so far is that I, I'm working with One Size Beauty. Um, if you guys know who Patrick Starr is, the YouTuber, mm. his makeup brand, I'm actually like a part of their PR list. And it's funny because it's like, I'm not really, like there's a lot of smaller brands. That's a very large brand. And like they're in Sephora, it's a bigger, it was a big rollout and like their products are like very, very nice. And like, that's the first PR list I was on. So it's like, I started off like, high up you know a lot of people you know you work your way up you work with like smaller like indie brands and it's like no like I started out like the jump like really starting off of a bigger brand and it's because they saw something in me and it's super cool because I don't have like a gajillion followers yet but you know it's super cool so now I have other brands approaching me like I have a giveaway going on on my my uh, page right now about hey I'm going to send you like two or three of our products you can give them away like on your Instagram or you can keep mm-hmm. however much you want. So it's like, it's it's cool that um, that's like a thing now and it's like a business. Yeah. 
Yeah. Isn't that how did crazy? you get to that? Yeah. How did you get to that point? Like, how did you get to do the, what was the company called again? With one size. One size. Yeah. How did you get involved with one size? Um, it was, I actually just like, they had like a competition and basically they wanted it to, they had these rules, like submit a video like this and we'll put like our, our favorite six, like on our PR list and it's national. And it's like, I'll be on a PR list and I'll also be like in a, in a campaign of theirs. Like I'm actually really have working relationship with them. And it was one of those things, like it was right around the time of my birthday and I was just feeling super, super down. Um, and it was the very, I think they had the competition open for like a month and I waited till the day it was like closing and I was like, oh, let's just like, let's just pull it together. And then from me winning that, one of the other, uh, the only other girl that won, she has a, a very large following. So since then I've been working with her. She's been helping me with like how to edit photos and how to like make my page look more professional and more like a approachable for brands so that's really how it started is I won something like super big and then I like backtracked and started working with someone and like one-on-one and she helps me on my Instagram with like how to post consistently and how to like look attractive to brands and yeah that's really so cool. I, I do it I do it a little backwards <laughs> but it's kind of um I guess like part of my journey is just starting off big and then like refining it I was thinking about what you were saying earlier about like reaching out to brands and everything and I think about this all the time like it's so cool how much room there is to like be creative and make money through social media now like 10 20 years ago that wouldn't even be possible like I just think it from my parents perspective like the fact that there are tiktokers who make more than lawyers right now it's probably so Mm -hmm. like (laughs) mind-blowing right Mm -hmm. Um, so can you oh oh, go ahead now go ahead no no I asked like three questions already you go (laughs) um I was just gonna ask what do you like what influencers do you think are the most inspiring slash like what are your favorite who are your favorite people to follow um I would say like on the high end like the the really successful ones I really like Jackie Ina oh my gosh Um, I love her because she's like so funny like so herself also she's a Leo I'm a Leo so I'm like we're here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I also really like Patrick Starr. Um, I think him being like a, a man in makeup, it's really inspiring. And even the the mission of his brand is like makeup is a one size fits all. Like it, it's for everyone. Um, I really enjoy. And yeah, other than that, I, I kind of like everyone. Um, I focus my, my personal makeup style is like more like glam makeup, like glamorous makeup, but I really love like special effects and like the full face paint, the whole thing. Um, So I like so many people. It's just, I would say probably my top is probably Jackie Anna because she's like so herself and that's really inspiring like for me. And also like her journey, like she was in the military and she is a little bit older um, and is like established in this business of being not only like a, a great makeup artist and a beauty influencer, like standing up for like black women and black makeup wearers and how like she will call out brands for not having like a big enough shade range and like that is inspiring to me because it's not only is she like just like putting on makeup on a camera but like she's like standing up for something like bigger than herself yeah totally I love when she calls people out on twitter it's like my favorite thing yeah (laughs) 
So you said you started makeup um, in college, right? Like, how did you like get so good? Because I've been wearing makeup since high school and I can't do anything. Like, it's, I do the bare minimum. It's kind of, honestly, here's the trend. I like started off like really big. So it's like my friend Matt and I, we bonded over YouTubers and like makeup YouTubers. So um we would see the looks they would do and just literally sit in my apartment. He's a freshman, he's a year younger than me, and would would just like do it big and then go out, you know, JMU. And <laughs> through the years, I, it's my skill level has gone up, but it's just I skipped that phase of like natural makeup where it's like, oh, like I'm gonna put on like mascara and a little bit of concealer and then be out the door. Like I don't wear makeup ever unless I'm like fully like all out, really out. <laughs> totally. So, yeah. It's like, for me, um, I started off being really, really creative. And then I just like looked into different ways to like refine that, that like want that I wanted. Um, but at the end of the day, it's honestly just like practice. I look back at like my old looks and I'm like, ooh, like cringe. But now like, you know, I just went, I just did it. Like that, that's the number one thing I can like recommend is like taking that first step. And like, oh, like I really saw this, I saw this really cool like lime green eyeshadow look on TikTok. We just like, just do it. Especially now in quarantine, like where are we going? <laughs> yeah, who's gonna see you anyway, whatever. Um, right. Where do you, so how do you like plan out your looks? So you do all of this research for the topic and then like what in like, so I, I studied theater and I like was a costume designer in college and like I was all over Pinterest like I vision boards out the wazoo for every project <laughs> that I did. Like, do you do any visual research for your makeup looks aside from your um, from your informational research? Yeah, so I, a lot of Instagram and I don't necessarily look, I just am on social media a lot. So I'll save things that I'm like, oh, this really caught my eye, I really like this. I'll save it to my, my Instagram or TikTok or anything and then normally for me like my creative process is like I'll just wake up one day and be like oh I, it'd be really I saw I remember this look I just really want to make it all green or I want to use sparkles or something so I'm trying my best to like refine and make my schedule a lot easier for someone other than me to look at um the more that I expand but for the most part I consume so much on social media that I just sit down I'm like all right let's just let's just do something or like I, I know I really want to do a cut crease so I'll just like sit down and just kind of just play around and that's kind of it um now I'm trying to make it a little bit more um organized because I'm doing more looks but for the most part I just like do it which is not helpful but <laughs> no, no <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's dope I think that's really cool Content uh, calendars are like too much. <laughs> Pat and I try to stick to one. And it just makes it like a job. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I like social media is fun, but like we would much rather have somebody do it for us. And we just like hang out and chat. If we yeah. can get to that point in this podcast, like that'll be, be prime. So happy. Yeah. It's crazy. Like what I don't like about social media is like, you know, there's so much focus. Now that I'm taking more seriously, there's so much focus on like analytics, which I don't like. Um, it kind of takes it sucks the creativity or like if you're like oh like, I love this look and then you post it and you're like okay no one's liked it like what's going on um, yeah it's like it's sad in a yeah. way and I also 
take a lot of social media breaks. Um, something that I've found that like is helpful with like posting is just like getting my posts ready and then drafting them. And then all I have to do the day of is like push like oh, posts. Oh, that's smart. And then just just post it out. You know, the work's already done. Like I already yeah. planned which hashtags I'm gonna use that have the whole caption written out. And then it's like it feels like a weight is lifted off your shoulders because totally yeah. You don't have to like scramble and be like, what am I gonna say? Because yeah, already- you're like 12 o'clock. Everybody's <laughs> on Instagram right now, yeah. lunch break. Right. Like that's how right. Cameron and I were like, oh my gosh, 12 o'clock. And right. she's like, she has an office job and I'm a barista, so my like hours are really weird like I work mm-hmm. fourth in the morning till like one o'clock in the afternoon and I'm like I could just post right. it for you and like Cameron will have them all written out and then I'm like do you want me to post do you want me to post and you're like yeah like no it's fine go ahead and then like you know there's like oh my gosh so it's much so to like at my job so I try not to be like on my phone because they're, like, they're gonna be like you young people and your phones but like I have a brand to run sorry <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to get sponsorships hello <laughs> Um, let's see, where do you get all your information from? Like, how, how do you do your research and how do you know that it's like, do you have, I don't know. I mean, you have a degree, so you know how to research, but. Yeah, normally I just hop on the Googler and I try to like. <laughs> hop either, on the Googler. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes if I don't necessarily know what I, what I want to research, I'll go and just go through like Google, like news and Try to find something that's that's interesting. I try to find pieces that aren't super opinionated, um, but for the most part, you know, Google, Google Scholar, all that stuff. And love myself um, some Google Scholar. Oh yeah, and then okay. my notes app, and I just like get after it. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the most part, just hopping on Google, finding different resources, different news websites, different news articles. Super yeah. cool. Yeah, I feel like having a like a I guess passion project after graduation is so like important especially with COVID and everything I wish that was something that like was harped on more because I feel like bigger influencers are like yeah like I do social media or content creation or whatever but it doesn't like you know when it's somebody who went to college with you or like your age it like hits home more because it makes it feel more attainable but it's been so like it gives me something to do (laughs) that's not work Yeah. yeah yeah this like for us this podcast was kind of like our saving grace like honestly Cameron and I were like so depressed <laughs> and we were just we were wanting to create this podcast like our senior year but we were way too busy and then it just got to a point where we would just FaceTime all the time during quarantine and we'd just chat for like hours and we're like why don't we just record ourselves we have some fun things to say and (laughs) and honestly like passion projects are so yeah what Cameron was saying they're so important because you know there's no risk here I mean this could lead to something else but it was really just became an outlet for us to be um creative without any like barriers or any like risk you know right um so yeah yeah that's awesome I I felt the same way after graduating because it's like our whole lives we've been like groomed to believe that like you know we're going to go to college and then as soon as we leave college the jobs are going to be raining down on us and we just have to pick right we just have to pick who's lucky enough to have us and it's like not that like when it was I graduated in 2019 so it was before COVID and 
like I remember like me and like all of my friends like we're all just like months and months unemployed and luckily my, my mom has a bakery so I was still working but it's like and this goes back to like I said I quit my job but it's like even when I got into a job I was like oh like, yeah this is how long do I have to do this I can retire at 66 65 okay so it's like it's something that like you said I wish that we learned about um like how to start something that's like fun but also not work yeah and like not just like eating and sleeping yeah nine to fives are kind of like soul sucking (laughs) yeah and it's like like there's no other way to live yeah and like you said you work and you work until you retire until and I'm like looking forward to retirement at this point like (laughs) oh yeah and even working in customer service like that is no wonder they give you like headspace because it's like it's so hard it's so hard especially right now during covid like people's decency for other humans is completely gone um I worked retail this summer and I'm a barista and I've worked retail before but like yeah there's just something about it that yeah it really brings the works out of people and I was in an emergency room and obviously no one goes there when they're having an excellent day but it's like having to communicate with people like hey like I want to make sure your nose is in your mask or here put this mask on or you know like it's it's hard because for me and I took this really personal which was one of probably one of the main reasons why I decided to leave my job was because I was taking that really personal like when I'm working in an environment where most of the people are working 12-hour shifts and people that work at like nurses and everyone there is is, are they underpaid for what they do they save Mm -hmm. lives so it's like tough because everyone is in this like pressure cooker of just stress so I would go into work and just feel like every time someone like snapped at me or like was angry at me or annoyed with me I took it really personal and it was like that is so tough and it it could Mm -hmm. be like I was just like an easy person to take it out on I don't know but it was just sad I'm like oh I'm so sad here yeah work environment is truly everything I think what you were saying is like I'm hoping to start grad school for social work in the fall and that's a tough field and I'm like I'm sensitive I don't know all day like dealing with such sad stories on trauma mental health and like violence survive like victims of violence that's a a lot and people in the medical field right now like all props to them because it's such a draining I'm sure exhausting and sad field to be in right now yeah Yeah. um so you're transitioning from something so different into a very different area and what I'm gathering right is that you you want to take your um uh Instagram videos into like this is going to be your professional career path yeah yeah I would that's love super to. exciting yeah and it's like it's it's hard to explain to people that I don't want to be a makeup artist like I don't want to do your wedding makeup like I don't want to work at Sephora like it's not that it's like I want to take I, I'm using like makeup as like the vehicle for like education and being able to like appeal to a lot more people um I would like to like work with brands and be an influencer in that type of way and Mm -hmm. like for um my giveaway that I'm doing 
Um, it's a like reusable microfiber silk uh, makeup remover like cloth set. And for for that yes. brand, I did like photos and you know Instagram stuff. And then I created my video where I'm talking about like what makeup wipes potentially do to like the environment and like how they could affect your skin and like a better alternative for it. So it's like I would like to use that model to work with brands and they pay me for it. So yeah, like yeah. if I'm working for Dunkin' Donuts, like I'll do like a donut look and then talk about you know like whatever. So that's what I wanted. That's the business part of it is that like I'll be collabing with brands or with people and people will hire me to educate like my audience and their audience about something. Yeah, I think it's really awesome. You're like creating your own niche in a way and it's so unique and I feel like the word influencer is so like overused now because um I don't want to like be shady but there are tiktokers who are influencers they don't do anything but dance like they're not (laughs) teaching anybody or like helping people and so I think it's awesome that you're actually like doing something with your platform like Jackie Ina and so many other influencers who Mm -hmm. were more than just random content yeah do you have any advice for anybody that's making a transition into um social media from something so different like you're doing yeah I would say just do it like (laughs) it's just just do it it. whatever even if you have zero followers or like none of your friends want to follow it or you try to tell someone here I this happens to me before I try to tell someone at my job like what I do and every time he saw me after that that was like oh are you a millionaire yet like are you a superstar yet and I'm like (laughs) (laughs) so it's you just have to do it and you'll find people who like what you do and think you're a superstar so you just have to honestly just take the first step and like I said like don't be afraid to be seen trying like it's okay to look like you're putting in effort and just normalize that yeah like normalize like trying and looking like you're trying because it's so cool like even like all the Disney shows, like all the cookies, they don't know they're cool. They just are cool. Like that's not how things work. Like, (laughs) you know, and I would say the hardest part is like believing in yourself. And like once, and like my measure of like how I believe myself, it wavers, trust me, believe you me. Um, But just constantly believing in yourself and like, oh, I can do this. Like, oh, like James Charles who, like, you know, just, just do it. Believe in yourself. Like, don't be afraid to just be seen trying out here. And it's social media. So there's always ways that you can, like, research. Like, how do I make my my pictures more? Like, how do, how do I edit to make it, like, more appealing to people? Or how do I write my captions that's more appealing? And all that stuff can be learned and it can be literally, like, hop on the Googler. How do I hashtag things that it's effective, you know? And Cameron, write that down. Write that down. <laughs> yeah. Like there's, there's so many like <laughs> tricks, like tricks of the trade with hashtags and how to like show up on people's feeds more. And that's all just like Google it. And yeah. Our YouTube videos. There's so much information out there and it's accessible to literally everyone. It's free. You just have to um, seek it. Yeah, yeah. And work and work hard to like post consistently. And we all start from somewhere. You just gotta kind of take the first step. Mm, consistent yeah, I posting. Feel like 2020, if it taught us nothing, is like the importance of just doing what, doing whatever you want. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause life is short. So like, I think that was the motivator for the podcast. Cause Kat and I were kind of like, what else are we doing? Like I was at first I was worried like, Oh, what are people from high school or even people from JMU going to think, but like, who cares? Who cares? Right. I'm probably never going to see them again because right. COVID and whatever. Um, right. want to throw in any final words or anything and drop your handle and say your name again and like what you do. Yeah. Um, Santia, Santia Ramos, S-A-N-T-I-A-R-A-M-O-S. Um, yeah, follow me for makeup and educational content. And also like mental health talk and random like moments. Cool pictures. <laughs> yeah, cool pictures, I do fun yeah, I, I do shoots and modeling and all that type of stuff. And I also, do it your mostly like your fire. Your outfits thank are you. seriously awesome. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. It's like something that I also wanted to add to like the whole like makeup experience. It's not only like the makeup. Um, but also like incorporating fashion and like me doing something interesting with my hair and all that is just like DIY. I'm not rich, you know, so I'm going to the thrift store and looking for cool things and just trying to make what's in my head like exist. And now that I have Photoshop, it's like I have a magic wand. So I'm oh, excited. Yeah. That's so <laughs> nice. exciting. Thank you so well, much for coming on here. Yeah, yeah thank you so me. much for your time. And um, yeah, we look forward to seeing you flourish and yeah thank you for your inspiring words and good luck on your journey thank you you I'll keep us updated too. yeah yeah have me back on yes definitely <laughs> anyway thank you so much for listening everyone and we'll see you next week bye bye <laughs>